The Injured Senior Podcast is here to help. Like it or not, the senior and elderly population is vulnerable to negligence committed by medical professionals, nursing homes, assisted living facilities, pharmaceutical and medical device companies, insurance companies, and everyday individuals and businesses. Your host, Steve Heisler, creator of the National Injured Senior Law Center, has been advocating for seniors' rights for over 30 years and is bringing you answers to your questions. This is the Injured Senior Podcast. Well, howdy to all in our injured senior, elderly, and aging population community. Uh, as you know, my name is Steve Heisler, founder and CEO of the National Injured Senior Law Center. And you are tuned in to, yes, another episode of the Injured Senior Podcast. Now, for those of you who are new to our show, the Injured Senior Podcast is a show dedicated to discussing legal and medical issues of vital importance to the injured senior, elderly, and aging community, and to their children, loved ones, and caregivers. I want to quickly say thank you to the National Injured Senior Law Center for their kind sponsorship of this show. The National Injured Senior Law Center represents senior individuals who are harmed through no fault of their own by the negligence of others. For more information, go to InjuredSeniorHotline.com. Also, please check out our new website at InjuredSeniorPodcast.com. That's been uh, a long time coming, and it's it's finally up. You can download our latest special report, The Top Danger to Seniors in the Hospital, by going to InjuredSeniorPodcast.com. Okay. Let us jump into today's show. Uh, There's nothing more despicable than the exploitation of the aging population, let alone any age group. Elder abuse occurs in many forms, including financial exploitation. Now, according to TrueLink, a business that provides account monitoring software for seniors and their families, Financial elder abuse and exploitation accounts for more than $36 billion in losses to seniors. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that is just uh, reprehensible, as I'm sure you're thinking the same thing. Now, Dr. Peter Lichtenberg is here today to discuss financial exploitation of seniors and the elderly. Dr. Lichtenberg is the director of the Institute of Gerontology and the Merrill Palmer Skillman Institute. He is a professor of psychology at Wayne State University in Michigan as well. He's particularly interested in the area of intersection between financial capacity and financial exploitation. In 2013, he published the first nationally representative study on predictors of older adult scam victims. In 2015, he published the Lichtenberg Financial Decision-Making Rating Scale and 
the Lichtenberg Financial Decision Screening Scale. These tools can be used to assess major financial decisions and or transactions of older adults. Hello, Dr. Lichtenberg. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Steve. I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you. It's great to have you here. Now, I know you're settled in Detroit, Michigan, uh, but you hail originally from Philadelphia. And, uh, you know, so the next time I watch Rocky, uh, I will definitely think of you. All right. So Rocky is one of my all time favorite movies. Uh, You know, absolutely. Listen, I I still get the Philadelphia Inquirer online. So I uh, my heart is close to Philadelphia. My mom always said, oh, you'd move back here in a heartbeat, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, I tell you, you know, the scene where he beats the heck out of the slab of meat in the meat house, you know, it just uh, that's one that just, you know, just never, never leaves my mind. I always think of that. It was just such a, you know, such a a poignant scene. You know, it's a great movie and it's a great city. So the next time uh, we get together or whatever, uh, post pandemic, you're bringing the Philly cheesesteak. Sounds good. <laughs> Even though I'm a vegan, we'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, okay. Seriously. Uh, can you tell our injured senior community uh, a little about what is financial elder exploitation? Sure. Thank you. You know, it's re- very simply the misuse of an older adult person's funds. And it's either through a theft or a scam, either someone stealing the money or they're misleading and misrepresenting and getting an older adult to give them money. So how would you differentiate that from elder abuse or is it considered a form of elder abuse? It is considered a form of elder abuse. And, uh, you know, if you take aside identity theft in which there's really no interaction, uh, it's considered a form of elder mistreatment where there is an interaction and there is a, uh, a trusted other, even if that trust was established over just 10, 15 minutes, it's a trusted other who abuses that trust and either steals or uh, uh, misleads the older adult into a scam. Yeah, we had Paul Greenwood on the show uh, back in, God, when we started out uh, many episodes ago, but he talked about elder abuse and he said financial elder abuse was was very prevalent. How, how prevalent uh, would you say it is? Yeah, you know, and it's it's growing. And um, part of it's growing because we're becoming more aware of it, but part of it's growing because older adults are getting more targeted. It's the second most f- common form of elder abuse, about 5% a year, Steve, of adults over 60 are reporting uh, being exploited. Over, a little bit over half of that's within the family or friends, and the other half is uh, about strangers. So what do you think are some risk factors uh, for elder financial exploitation? Yeah, so um, some of the risk factors that that we found, uh, let's talk about fraud and scams and then exploitation uh, kind of within the family. Uh, For fraud and scams for older adults who are cognitively intact, uh, we found that psychological vulnerability was and financial vulnerability So feeling a lot of financial strain, depression, sort of invisibility within one's community, uh, those really uh, were risk factors. Anybody can be defrauded, scammed, but those folks were scammed at two to three times the rate. 
And so one in seven were being uh, scammed when they had high depression and, and low sense of uh, status, visibility within their own community. So do the scammers, do they just, uh, I mean, are, are they tuned into uh, uh, elder or senior individuals who meet uh, those characteristics or do they have any way of knowing who's going to be more particularly vulnerable or do they just go ahead and try everybody, every senior and see where the chips may, uh, may drop? I think they try a, a wide range of people, but they really look for these factors. So, you know, we talked about abuse of trust as sort of a fundamental thing, but financial entitlement is a second thing. And this is where um, a lot of times within a family, adult children are feeling entitled to their parents' money. And one of the things that we found is uh, you and I would call that theft when they actually take that money, uh, but they don't see it that way. They see this as their inheritance and they're just using it early. It really puts a, a wet blanket on discussion. You know, finances have become a taboo topic. In our national study that we just published on, uh, Steve, representative of older adults across the country, over half said they wish they had someone to talk to about their finances. And the scammers know this, and they present themselves as a very sympathetic ear at first to talk to about whatever you want to believe, religion, politics, finances, and then um, they'll sort of turn the screws on for you to step up and, and uh, either win money or give to somebody in need, or um, if they can figure out that you're so lonely, uh, maybe try a romance scam. So and, they're very adept at this. And how are they? You know, how are they uh, communicating, or what? What, what way are they uh, getting access to to these elder individuals? A lot of phone stuff, um, but they use all mediums: mail, uh, email. And once they get a connection, like picking up the telephone, even if you're going to argue with a scammer, that increases your risk there twenty times. You can't win, because, huh? Uh, you can't. You think you can, and you might be able to as an individual, but, you know, for 100 people, all they need is one or two that they can say, hey, yeah, I, I understand other people are like that, but that's not how I'm, what I'm about, and get you talking and so forth. Uh, you know, they make a study of this. They are, they are really professionals at, at how to persuade and how to uh, influence. And then once they get you... Um, they don't let up. For example, uh, one individual who was involved in a, a romance scam, uh, they really wanted a lot more money from him. So they started calling him round the clock, round the clock, every hour he was getting phone calls. So he wasn't sleeping, wasn't really eating. And uh, within uh, three months, he had sent about $700,000 to uh, his beloved who was, uh, of course, didn't even exist. Oh, God. Yeah, that's uh, that's sad. I mean, it's really sad that uh, someone is in that uh, state of mind that they would uh, even fall for something which seems like so crazy, you know. Um, but, you know, I think of when, when my grandfather died uh, back in the uh, mid-1980s, my grandmother was living alone in Florida. Uh, and when she passed... In uh, 1993, you know, my, my parents went down to empty out her bungalow uh, and they found in her closet 
every imaginable knickknack you could think of, you know, that was purchased. And this was back in the mid eighties. So I don't even think there was no home shopping network, whatever, but somehow they, you know, the scammers got to her and sold her everything imaginable. Uh, so yeah. And then I guess you said depression and maybe loneliness is, uh, is a big, uh, factor. So if someone's lonely or depressed, right, aren't they more apt to be, um, you know, to want to fall in love or want to you know, do something that, you know, can make them happier. So that might be. a Absolutely. And yeah. uh, really what they come to crave is this connection. And uh, so that is one avenue in, you know, a second avenue of huge risk factors is a cognitive decline, early cognitive decline or early dementia, uh, really where there's memory loss and problem solving loss uh, beyond normal that it really is starting to interfere with people's abilities. So they lose their ability to manage their money. That is, they, they lose their understanding of how much money they've given. For example, uh, one grandfather thought he had given his grandson uh, $2,000 when the investigators went out and interviewed him across the year. It was actually $180,000. Uh, the grandson Quite a difference. Knew, quite a difference. <laughs> and this happens all the time. You see this uh, in long-term care facilities, uh, you know, sort of uh, the friendly visitor that keeps coming in and the bank account starts dwindling for this older adult or in senior housing and so forth. And it's that sense they've started to lose their memory a bit. They're still very functional in other regards, but they need that protection financially because right. somebody's taking advantage of that early cognitive decline. So how can any of our listeners find you? Obviously, uh, you mentioned the website. What's the website address again? Yep. Uh, older adult nest egg, all one word, dot com. Okay. If they want to maybe email you or somebody yeah. uh, about some issues that they might have, would they be able to email? Yeah, there's a, there's a form on that website that they can use or they can email me directly at AA2275 at Wayne, W-A-Y-N-E dot E-D-U. You're not just a spokesperson. You roll up your sleeves and you're actually helping people yourself. So that's... Absolutely. First half of my career was outside of academia as a clinician working with people every day. That's what I love to do. That's great. Um, and if anyone wants to find you on social media, what are some of the social media platforms that you're on, Dr. Lichtenberg? LinkedIn's the best one. Uh, I'm on the LinkedIn platform. Uh, the Institute of Gerontology, which I direct, has a Facebook uh, platform. I personally shifted off of Facebook just for whatever reason. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, I have yet to become a Twitter person. So I, I'm, I'm still kind of old school. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you the Facebook thing, you know, my kids tell me that Facebook is, you know, gone the way of the dinosaurs. And, uh, you know, they kind of chuckle when I say I'm on Facebook. But, you know, that's really enough for me. You know, we, we grew up not, you know, not knowing it. there was no social media. I mean, the biggest no. challenge we had was the rotary phone, you know? So, <laughs> I mean, that was it or the, or the CB that we had. Um, yes. Thanks again, Dr. Lichtenberg. Uh, we really want to have you back because there's so many other issues or, you know, we could maybe, you know, zero in on something that might be a particular issue and do a whole show on that. Will you come back? I'd love to. And thanks for having me, Steve.
I really you enjoyed got the it. conversation. Same to you and uh, take care. And I guess good luck to the lions. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. <laughs> Injured senior and aging population community. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I want to thank again, Dr. Lichtenberg, uh, Dr. Peter Lichtenberg for appearing on the show today. Uh, if you love the Injured Senior Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. Uh, if you want to share your story on an upcoming show, maybe you've been the victim of financial exploitation. Uh, we would love to have uh, your uh, input uh, and, and have you on the show to give us your experience. Uh, but if you have any uh, other suggestions or comments about the show, uh, you can go to our injured senior podcast.com website. And there's actually on that homepage, uh, you can click on leave a message and actually leave a message, which we will get. And then we will get back to you. Or you could always email me at Steve at injured senior hotline.com. Uh, I, as you know, I answer all emails just like Dr. Lichtenberg. So, uh, yeah, I, I definitely, uh, want you to reach out to me, uh, if you would like to, um, so until next time, be safe, uh, looking forward to next week's show and I will talk to you soon. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the injured senior podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. Connect with us at InjuredSeniorPodcast.com and sign up for our newsletter. To find out more or to get help at any time, visit InjuredSeniorPodcast.com or call 855-622-6530. That's 855-622-6530.